I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts up a series of developing stories tonight. A 15-year-old shot near an elementary school in Northeast has died. I'm Christy King. New accusations against the commander's owner. An attorney for Dan Snyder addresses the allegations made in an ESPN report. This is Kyle Cooper. The House January 6th committee unanimously approves a subpoena summoning former President Trump. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The January 6th House Committee votes to compel former President Trump's testimony about the U.S. Capitol riot. CBS's Linda Kenyon. The vote to subpoena the former president left no doubt on where the committee stands. Mr. Chairman, on this vote, there are nine ayes and zero noes. The vote followed some gripping video testimony about the days leading up to and including the riot at the Capitol. In reaction to the subpoena, Donald Trump posted a statement on his truth social platform that reads in part, Why didn't the unselect committee ask me to testify months ago? Why did they wait until the very end, the final moments of their last meeting? Because the committee is a total bust that has only served to further divide our country. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Capitol Hill. Our Jim Crisula on a shooting spree in North Carolina. The shootings have happened in an upscale neighborhood on the east side of Raleigh. Police are only saying it's an active situation and several people have been wounded. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper has ordered state police to Raleigh to help search for the gunman who has been described as a young white male armed with a long gun. The U.S. Supreme Court denies former President Trump's request for a review of an appeals court ruling in the Mar-a-Lago documents case. The Trump attorneys were hoping the Supreme Court would overrule the lower court, which said documents marked classified are by their nature too sensitive to be reviewed by the special master. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson. The president now knows that the Justice Department still has a green light to go through the classified documents that were found at Mar-a-Lago and continue their investigation. The jury recommends life in prison for the Parkland, Florida school shooter. Student Alyssa Al-Hadif died. Her father is upset with the jury's decision. You said a precedent for the next mass killing and nothing happens to you. You'll get life in jail. I'm sorry. That is not okay. Nicholas Cruz will be sentenced on November 1st. An update in the case of a missing toddler from coastal Georgia, WSB's Cheryl Castro. Chatham County Police Chief Jeff Hadley says officers together with the FBI won't rest until one-year-old Quentin Simon is found, but this heartbreaking finding. The evidence that we have so far based on multiple search warrants and interviews has led us to the conclusion that Quentin is deceased. And Chief Hadley says Quentin's mom is the only suspect. Lilani is the main focus of this investigation. She has not yet been arrested, no motive revealed. Cheryl Castro for CBS News Atlanta. Found my the New Orleans street where one of the founders of rock and roll spent most of his life is being renamed starting Saturday. Caffin Avenue will be known as Antoine Fats Domino Avenue. Yeah. A big celebration planned that day. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 803 on WTOP, Thursday night, October 13th, 2022. Rain in the area and in Manassas, it's 67 degrees. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
15-year-old boy has died after being shot in Northeast near an elementary school. Police say it appears the teen was targeted. Getting out of a car here on 48th Place near Aiton Elementary. The three suspects exit the vehicle. They approach where the victim was sitting, the porch that he was sitting upon and fired multiple rounds. Darnell Robinson is the commander of the police department's 6th district. He says this happened about 3.30 when children were being let off school buses at the school, making an urgent appeal to the public for information, he says. This is a 15-year-old, 15. We're asking for all, all to come together and let's close this case. Let's end this violence. In Northeast, Christy King, WTOP News. Last hour, police say they found the car they've been looking for in connection with the shooting, and they say Prince George's County Police helped in that discovery. Read a lot more at WTOP.com and stay with us for frequent updates here in the search for the shooters taking the life of a 15-year-old boy in D.C. tonight. Well, there are new revelations this evening about Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder, even as we're just minutes away from kickoff in the Commander's Bears game. A shocking ESPN expose says Snyder has been using private investigators to gather dirt on NFL owners and League Commissioner Roger Goodell. Several owners tell ESPN Snyder is using threats of damaging information to scare them from voting to kick him out and to force him to sell that team. Tisha Thompson is part of the team at ESPN that broke the story. She tells WTOP it's still unclear how much negative info Snyder actually has about his fellow owners. He may be bluffing. This is what he is saying, and this is what other owners believe he has. So the question is, is belief more important than reality? And how much impact does that have when the owners come together and vote about what they want to do with the future of this team because the power resides with the owners. It takes a vote of 24 out of 32 owners to make any major decisions like ownership. There is no plan to vote on Commander's owner Dan Snyder's status at next week's owners meeting in New York. That comes from three people with knowledge of the agenda. They spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity because the discussions are private. Snyder is responding to the scathing report through an attorney as we hear from WTOP's Kyle Cooper tonight. It's obviously not true. The short answer from John Brownlee, attorney for Dan Snyder and the commanders, when asked if it's true, Snyder has hired private investigators to amass dirt on other NFL owners and the league's commissioner. We have not. Um, as part of this engagement, uh, hired any private investigators for any ESPN cites numerous unnamed sources that other NFL owners want Snyder out amid sexual harassment and other issues, and that Snyder referred to the NFL ownership group as the Mafia. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. A Maryland state prosecutor arrested on child abuse and assault charges last week is out of a job. A spokesperson for the Anne Arundel County State's Attorney's Office says Assistant State's Attorney Rashad Wright is no longer working for the office. The Capital Gazette reports Wright was arrested October 4th after a 911 caller said they saw a young girl running away from an older man in Glen Burnie. Officers found Wright and his daughter outside. Wright and his daughter had gotten into trouble and had run away from home. He said that his kid had gotten into trouble and ran away. The girl told police Wright hit her with a belt. Wright's attorney says that the client had punished his daughter legally. He describes Wright as an outstanding prosecutor, father, and husband. Still ahead here on WTOP, the biggest cost of living increase in about 40 years for our parents, our grandparents, people getting Social Security. What does that mean for our economy right now? What's going on with inflation and so much more? Neil Irwin with Axios is standing by to join us live. That's right after traffic and weather. 8.07 on WTOP. Data is at the core of your mission. 
It's the fundamental building block of every process, procedure, and protocol across your agency. And when it's exposed, lost, or stolen, your mission is at risk. In today's world, when your data can be accessed from anywhere, shouldn't your security be everywhere? Learn how Netscope helps federal customers keep data secure from the data center to the battlefield, on-prem or in the cloud at Netscope.com. Netscope, security that's ready for anything. Johnson, I need you right away. Yes, sir. How can I help? Wow, that was fast. Johnson, we need some technical pros. The work is piling up, and I just don't have time to... To find the right people? Yes, sir. I'll call Cordia Resources. They're our best resource for hiring technical professionals. Cordia can find those tough-to-find skilled people in accounting, finance, HR, and IT. Make it happen, Johnson. I'm on it. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, resources.com. It's 8.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Carlos Ramirez is in the traffic center. Thank you so very much. And if you're headed on the southbound side of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, you are still dealing with that incident. It's after Riverdale Road. Should have at least one lane available to you right now. You've got some delays building back towards the Capitol Beltway. Do take it slow. I'm looking at some of these cameras. The roads are still very wet out there. Lots of road spray all over. Watch your braking distance and watch those ramps as well, as always. I-95 looking pretty good in either direction as of now as well. Northbound 270, a little slow past Montrose Road, uh, but no accident scenes. If you're headed across the Bay Bridge tonight, no issues either. Looks like you've got your standard traffic patterns across the bridge as well. No two-way traffic tonight. Down in Virginia, we were seeing delays headed to and from Mason. I didn't misspeak last time around. What I meant was Patriot Center. No, I'm kidding. It's Eagle Bank Arena there. So watch out for delays. They do have an event going on down that way near 123. So uh, just give each other plenty of room to drive past that area. 95 looks great. No slowdowns from the Fredericksburg area all the way up towards the Capitol Beltway. 395 looks good as well. A little slow past King Street, but no crashes there. Southbound side of 301, still dealing with the accident scene down near McKendree Road. The delays still stretching back onto Branch Avenue near Floral Park Road. So if you're headed southbound, you may want to find one of those workarounds. Maybe three, or rather maybe Akakeek Road and take uh, McKendree Road from there. Might be a decent workaround. It looks like it might not be the most original original plan, but uh, it is an option. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Jennifer. Some showers at a risk of a thunderstorm for the next several hours. This activity will end by midnight. The good news, no longer expecting any severe weather across the region. Behind the front overnight, clearing and cooler. Our lows in the 40s to lower 50s. Nice weather on Friday, partly to mostly sunny. Pleasant highs, low 70s. Sunshine and pleasant on Saturday will top out in the mid-70s. We'll turn partly sunny on Sunday. Could be a passing shower, especially late in the day. Highs low 70s. And we'll keep a risk of a shower in the forecast on Monday. Highs mid to upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. Storm Team 4 radar shows the most powerful storm cell in our region is in Warrington right now. If it holds together, it'll cross over the county line into parts of Prince William County. It could be threatening Bristow and Noakesville and Manassas in the next few minutes. Again, if it holds together. Other areas getting rain tonight, West Falls Church, Bethesda.
and then areas northeast of there through Chillum and Laurel, getting some more rain that is pushing to the northeast. Hyattsville at 66, Fredericksburg 61 in eastern Maryland, 67 degrees, cooling off to the 50s and 40s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. 8-11 on WTOP, a very big breaking news day and a lot of commotion, and this may have slipped past your radar. High inflation is going to lead to a sizable increase in Social Security payments starting next year. The latest cost of living adjustment is nearly 9%, which means the average benefit could go up by more than $140 a month. It's the biggest cost of living adjustment in 40 years. But will it have some laster, long, la, longer lasting consequences? We'll find out tonight. Going live now to Neil Irwin. He's the chief economic correspondent at Axios, also the author of the Axios Macro Newsletter. So great to hear from you again, Neil. What does this cost of living increase mean for retirees? I mean, certainly uh, some good news, but is it enough for them to climb that wall of inflation? Uh, look, it, it's good news if you're uh, if you're relying on Social Security, your your income is rising. Uh, you know, not everybody who's a wage earner right now can say that. And so that's a, a good sign. That's a good uh, path to more money in your pocket. Um, that said, it's, you know, we're in a, in, in, pardon me, we're in an environment of very high inflation. That does mean everything's getting more expensive. So it's not like people are getting richer or getting uh, more well compensated. It means that people are, who receive Social Security are keeping up with the price increases that we've already seen just over the last year. Wouldn't you also say that in general, as we look at how older people spend their money, people using Social Security, that it's never quite been an accurate uh, read on it from the government? Yeah, I mean, it's always, uh, you know, they use the consumer price index, which came out this morning as the index they use to calculate these cost of living adjustments for Social Security. But every individual's actual purchasing things they buy is different. And so if you're, you know, relying heavily on energy, on food, on groceries, those things have actually risen faster over the last year than things like, uh, you know, electronics, TVs, things like that. So if, if your basket of what you buy is more weighted toward food and energy, you actually are probably worse off than these overall indexes would suggest. What could it mean for the solvency of the program? Again, not disrespecting our grandparents, our parents who need this money very badly, but you need to think of the overall system, too. Is uh, Social Security approaching a, a trouble uh, zone here? So the, all the numbers that are run uh, suggest that the Social Security Trust Fund is going to run into financial trouble uh, in another, you know, 10, 15 years in the 2030s. Um, and that's a real issue. And the higher inflation is, it's true, the higher the benefits are that go out. At the same time, higher inflation also means higher wages, more tax revenue going into the program. So it's not a simple calculation of, of how this all shakes out. Uh, that said, I think it is an open question of, what does what do the finances of Social Security look like going forward? How much uh, can we be assured that those uh, th th that paycheck that that uh, benefit will be there for people who are retiring 10, 15 years from now? Uh, and and that I think is a really open question. Forgive me for opening a whole new chapter and then only leaving you a few seconds to answer. But we did notice that Wall Street surged today. Do some of the people in the know there believe our inflation problems will be behind us pretty soon? Uh, this was a really strange day on Wall Street. Uh, initially, when the inflation number came out a little higher than people expected, markets plummeted, which is what you would expect because higher inflation means the Fed's going to raise interest rates more. That's bad for markets. Then things totally reversed uh, in late morning, midday, 
uh, and we end up with an update in the markets. Uh, why that is, it's really hard to say. Uh, this is a really volatile time in global financial markets. Understanding how the world economy shakes out through this period, uh, I think nobody really knows. And and also to peg any Wall Street behavior to inflation, uh, you know, it, it, it's not that they necessarily know what's ahead in that department. So Nobody does right now. Neil, thank you very much. Good to hear from you again. Thanks, of course. Neil Irwin, he is with Axios, covering the world of economics and joining us to talk a little about the latest cost of living adjustment, 9% higher nearly, the highest raise in 40 years for Social Security recipients. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 8.15, we're turning to Rob Woodfork. All right, in the primetime game nobody asked for, that's uh, about to get underway in Chicago between the Commanders and Bears. It's a game uh, sidebar uh, earlier today. Amazon play-by-play uh, -play -play man Al Michael joked he may retire if this one goes uh, like the awful one from last Thursday between the Colts and Broncos. But uh, they're just about to kick off now. Uh, two key changes to the uh, burgundy and gold lineup tonight. Tyler Larson starting at center. He is the fourth different player to start at that position in the six games this season. Rookie running back Brian Robinson Jr. getting his first NFL start. The Capitals have even things up with the Maple Leafs north of the border. Gustafson, TDR back up high. Gustafson makes a run and a shot. They score! Nick down, hops one right through Ilya Samsonov and the Capitals have tied it here in Toronto. 10 one to go here in the first period. Down makes it 1-1. That's John Walton with a call on 1500 AM and actually just moments ago, Mark Marcus Johansson just uh, gave the Capitals their first lead of the season, 2-1 to one now, five minutes to go in the first period, despite Toronto uh, actually getting off more shots in the Capitals. Uh, ALDS Game 2's tonight. Well, <clears throat> that shouldn't be uh, plural. The one in New York between the Yankees and Guardians actually postponed to tomorrow due to rain, but in Houston, the Astros defend home field with a 4-2 win over the Mariners, so they hold a 2-0 series lead going to Seattle. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. A 15-year-old boy was shot to death while on a porch in Northeast D.C. this afternoon. This was about 3.30 p.m. on 48th Place Northeast. That is a block away from Aiton Elementary School. And we have learned just last hour, D.C. police and Prince George's County authorities found the car they were looking for in connection with that shooting. They have, at last report, not found any suspects yet. The January 6th House panel has voted to subpoena former President Trump for his testimony. Today's House hearing showed evidence that Mr. Trump knew he had lost the election, but took actions in an attempt to stay in power anyway. An attorney for Dan Snyder is denying an ESPN report that the commander's owner has been digging up dirt on his fellow NFL owners and Commissioner Roger Goodell. The report says Snyder is taking these steps as he resists pressure to sell the team. The Commanders are playing right now, just getting started against the Bears. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in minutes. D.C. students may have a little more time, as some would argue even a lot more time, before they're required to be vaccinated against the coronavirus. Councilmember Christina Henderson plans to introduce legislation giving students until the next school year to get their shots. Currently, all students 12 and older have to be vaccinated against COVID by January 3rd. But as of last month, almost half of them were not in compliance with the requirement. Paul Kine, the city's deputy mayor for education, says D.C. is reviewing recommendations for next steps. I will be happy to share any advice that we have coming out of our own revisitation of it. But right now, I don't have a strong perspective on either repeal or sustaining it. A vote on the delayed deadline is expected November 1st. We could be looking at giving D.C. students 
until next school year, that is 2023-2024, to finally get their vaccinations. 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in with Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Dimitri. Still seeing the accident scene on the southbound side of 301. So you head down towards McKendry Road. That's where the crash is. At least one lane is getting by as of now. The delays, however, are stretching back onto Branch Avenue. The delays on Branch uh, begin just before Floral Park Road. And it looks like the ramp uh, that takes you from 301 onto the uh, 5301 split there uh, is getting crowded as well. Might want to opt for a different route. Those delays don't seem to be lightening up just yet. Southbound side of the BW Parkway. Still got that crash after Riverdale Road. The delays looking significantly better, of course, but you're still slow from Riverdale. Road till just before 450. So just keep in mind, uh, northbound side, a little slow as well as you head towards the Beltway. Looking at the cameras here, mostly looks like it's just a little wet out there, so folks are taking it a little bit slower. I'm okay with that. Better to drive a little bit slower than to get into any wrecks. Remember to mind your braking distance, of course. Down in Virginia, things relatively quiet on 66, though I'm looking through some of the cameras. I do see a few work trucks driving around with their flashers on. Don't see any work zones set up just yet, but just based off of the movement, you will start to see some work crews there on the eastbound side near the Fairfax County Parkway. As of now, Beltway traffic is quiet. Westbound side of the Dulles Toll Road, a little slow after the Wolf Trap exit. I haven't heard of any crashes just yet, though. Whether you're moving down the street, across the country, or around the world, Interstate Moving has been delivering quality moves you can trust for over 75 years. Visit their website, moveinterstate.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Jennifer. We're no longer expecting any strong or severe thunderstorms across the region. Still some showers tonight and a risk of a rumble of thunder. This activity will end by midnight as the front comes through. Have a nice sky will clear and it will turn cooler our lows in the 40s to lower 50s partly to mostly sunny skies on friday it'll be mild we'll get up to a high in the low 70s sunshine even warmer on saturday highs mid 70s partly sunny skies on sunday could be a late day shower highs low 70s and a risk of a shower on monday with a high in the mid to upper 60s i'm storm team for a meteorologist mike stinnifer the most powerful thunderstorms in the wtop listening area are far south and west of dc and the beltway we're talking just west of orange virginia uh, in the Flint Hill area, west of Warrenton. But if that system holds together, it could be affecting Fredericksburg and Prince William County, other parts of northern Virginia, in the next half hour. There's more rain, but it's lighter in Burke, in uh, Annandale, in the McLean area, downtown D.C., Bethesda, Chevy Chase, and then points northeast of there. And we're talking about east of Gaithersburg in the Laytonsville area. We're talking western Baltimore County, all of these areas getting at least some rain as this system continues to push from southwest to northeast across our area. Reston tonight at 64, Bethesda 66, and Woodbridge 66. We're down to the 40s late tonight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half your new roof later and half never. Coming up on WTOP. After a critical report on public housing, D.C.'s mayor says she's embarrassed. I'm Nick Ainelli. It's 822. You know, I've been walking around the house today, and I guess I just never really noticed how many things Dad personally built with his own hands. The moldings, the cabinets, they don't make them like this anymore. I just can't bring myself to imagine taking him out of this house. But you know, since this fall, he's really unsteady on his feet, and I'm afraid he could hurt himself. And it's just really too much for Mom to handle alone. And with us both living so far away, it's becoming impossible to be here for them. Friends told me about the great experience they've had with Warm and Home Care, so maybe they can help us too. With Warm and Home Care, your loved one can stay safe and happy in their own home, while the caregiver provides essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family-owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. 
Learn more about the warm indifference at warmanhomecare.com. That's W-A-R-M-A-N homecare.com. Warman Home Care. Happiness at home. 823. What do the temperature, the leaves, and the prices at Meadows Farms Nurseries have in common? That's right, they're dropping. It's the Meadows Farms 62nd Anniversary Sale now at your local Meadows Farms Nurseries. VIPs save 20% off all perennials, trees, and shrubs, and Meadows Farms Nurseries will plant what you buy. Shop perennials, shrubs, trees, and plants of all kinds and save during the anniversary sale now at Meadows Farms Nurseries with 17 locations. MeadowsFarms.com. Offer exclusive delivery and installations. Veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. Breaking news on WTOP. It appears to be over in Raleigh, North Carolina. There was an active shooter situation for the past couple of hours and a lockdown in a neighborhood in Raleigh. But tonight we're told a suspect is under arrest after a shooting that wounded multiple people. So some tense hours in Raleigh, in one neighborhood of it at least, as there was the search for this suspect, a gunman. But that person is under arrest tonight. We'll keep watching that for you on WTOP. Back to our area, D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser is reacting to a critical report from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. It focuses on the district's public housing system and says there are big problems. Speaking frankly about the report's findings, Mayor Bowser said, I'm saddened by that report and embarrassed. The report said that D.C.'s housing authority has failed to provide safe and sanitary conditions, citing, among other things, violence, lead paint, and mold. The authority has to submit a corrective action report within 60 days. Bowser says she has faith in the authority and its director, Brenda Donald. She is a reformer, and that is why I was glad when she took on the role at the Housing Authority and know that they will be 100% responsive. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. D.C. Councilmember Alyssa Silverman announced today she's going to introduce emergency legislation that gives the council more oversight on the use of Housing Authority money and addresses the makeup of the Housing Authority's board. It's Money News 25 and 55 here on WTOP. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow rallied 828 points in Thursday's session. That was 2.8%. Thursday's September inflation report sets the cost of living increase for Social Security next year at 8.7%. 30-year mortgage rates jumped again this week. Freddie Max has a 30-year fix now averages 6.92%. Last time 30-year rates hit 7% was in 2002. Developers of a 36-story hotel in Roslyn pick Hilton to run the hotel. It's where the Holiday Inn was torn down two years ago. Jeff Clabo, WTOP News. Asian markets are higher, 2.5% for Tokyo stocks. The South Korean Kospi, it's up 2%, and 2% for Australia's ASX 200. Complaints about an Amazon data center have prompted a noise study in Prince William County. Inside Nova reports the county's board of supervisors has set aside $11,000 to hire a consultant for the study in the Great Oak subdivision. Straight ahead here on WTOP, the House January 6th committee has subpoenaed former President Trump, saying after all the work they've done, they've got to hear from the man himself. He is, of course, expected to resist this and is once again calling the whole affair a 
a farce and a witch hunt tonight. We'll get more from WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill just ahead. It's Marlowe Furniture's fabulous Red Tag Savings event and your chance to get the lowest prices with Red Tag Savings of 60% off store-wide. Plus, special no-interest financing. All Marlowe showrooms are filled with hundreds of in-stock items marked down. Marlowe sofas and sectionals, Red Tag, casual and formal dining rooms. Red this episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.